All right, let's do this. Hello and welcome to a very special Down the Dog because you're not going to believe this. They've only got the bloody game on, haven't they? He's got the game on. He's finally had that telly fixed. Yep. You put we your boots through it, didn't recording this you? during the Scotland-England game. It is currently 22 minutes in and it is nil-nil. I, I feel very excited about this, John. It does feel like we're in the pub watching the football. It is, isn't it? We're having a chat and the game's on. Um, the game is oh, it's broadly an irrelevance. I mean, it's, it's annoying that Phillips is playing because obviously we need him. for. The, oh, no, he fucked off to Man City. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, but you like him, don't you? like him as a person. I love Calvin Phillips as a person. I would just love him as... I'd love him more if he was playing for Leeds United. That's that's what I feel. Yes, I, I get that's your general rule for life. Um, so far, the That's only... true, that's true, actually. I'd, I, I'd be more of a fan of Rishi Sunak if he was banging in 20 a season for Leeds. Can you imagine? I mean, against MPs having second jobs, but it's never occurred that one <laughs> might be a 20-goal-a-year striker. Come on, MPs, pull your finger out. Maybe Neville, if if Neville does ever stand and gets elected as an MP, maybe that'll sort of open the doors and then it'll start being, you'll drift back a few years, it'll be Carrick next. And then before you know it, it's somebody who's still playing. Oh my God, Brennan Johnson. Absolutely. Well, PMQs don't clash with games, does it? It's got to be offside there. It keeps being offside. I'd be amazed if the flag does go on leather at your best. Off oh, the car, <laughs> Walgram has got two goals in two games. There, it is good for listeners of the show. I think Noah's pretty much inside out now. Certainly inside, given the amount of time we talked about bowel movements and the likes. I don't think many of the people listening will have had the pleasure of watching a game with you before. We've talked about obviously your your emotions and the number of times you've cried at football, and mm. uh, that was that was what you'd describe as a half chance for Kyle Walker and there was a lot going on with you there wasn't there I love it I love football I love teams that I support scoring goals and um, (laughs) that's basically the end of it the only talking points so far I would say were the booing of the national anthems Mm -hmm. and disrespectful crowd noise during the minute silence for Craig Brown Uh, both things booing all of us. I What's get, the I difference between so. booing and disrespectful crowd noise? I think there was lots of shouting as well. Ah, rah, rah. Right. I like Craig Brown. I liked him. Um, and and the, the the rendition of Flower of Scotland, very intense. Andy Robertson, I thought he was going to go cross-eyed. His eyes were so intense when he sings the National Anthem. They looked like they were going to either burst or jiggle. Do you think that's ever happened? Do you think somebody's gone blind with patriotism? Oh, they must have. Psycho must have got close. Yeah, I bet so. But he's he certainly popped a, a blood vessel anyway. He mm. sees people the next day and they say, oh, what's happened there with your eye? And he goes, I love me country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's currently nil nil. Shall I pause for this chance to see that screaming? It's a lovely intervention. That was lovely football. Uh, apart from the final ball in to Kane. God, that was lovely, John. It? It's fine, isn't it? It's, fine. it's difficult for me to get into a, a game that's of no relevance. Oh, come on. Of course it's relevant. It's Scotland against England. It could be more relevant. It's. I, I mean, England could lose 7-0, and I guarantee you my day tomorrow will be identical. It, it oh. will not have any bearing. Come. Sure, if you're the... If you're the English guy in the office, if you're off down to the... If you work at the Royal Bank of Scotland or... Um, Tunnocks. In a distillery or a tunnocks factory. Those are the three. Yeah, of course. Mackenzie's. Yeah, all these thriving businesses. Um, Tartan factory. Tartan factory. That was the next one I was going to do, making the paint. Um, Shipbuilding on the Clyde back in the Dizay. 
<laughs> if you're the only English person in that office, tomorrow's going to be rocky for you if we lose this. But mm. I'm not that person, and I'm also not a good enough person to care about them. So I'm going to be fine. My daughter's not going to say anything. She's fast asleep now. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. She ain't going to say, what happened to the game, Dad? I'm going to say, well, England lost. You're going to go, ah. I'd love I, it I if forget she did. The- you didn't watch the World Cup, so you're not really that bothered about international football in general, are you? <laughs> I'm not as bothered. I like a tournament. I don't like a tournament uh, under certain circumstances. I don't wish well any of the players who've uh, made the Saudi switch uh, this summer. Um, I don't care about your statements. Don't care about why you did it. We all know why you did it. You didn't do it for the football, did you? We never, we never talked about the money. Stevie never mentioned it. <laughs> I didn't even know I was getting paid, man. Stevie's rung us up and he's gone, ah, hey, pal, I've got a project. I'm getting it off the ground. I didn't know if it was like a sandwich, but I what? But, you know, he was so passionate about it. I jumped on a plane right away and I'll give I'll give all my money away. I don't mind. I play for notes. You know what I would off. say is, have you ever played football on the beach? Um, I mean, maybe yeah, in my youth funny, when I had sort of long hair and a body worth being proud of. I, don't, I could barely even walk really? on a beach these days with my corns. Well, okay, lots to unpack there, John. My working theory was that as well as tons of dosh, um, that maybe <laughs> Henderson et al. Um, are the sorts of guys who've enjoyed playing football on the beach and think that playing it on even more sand will make it more fun. Um, <laughs> the other element uh, let's just deal with there is you once had a body you were proud of and now your feet are riddled with, I don't know, what what is a corn? Is corn. that a form of disease? It's, uh, no, it's just a bit of dry skin. Hard fat, fatty feet. Bit of dry skin that grows in at the side of the foot in a in a cone shape, uh, and the the point of the cone digs into the foot. So when you walk, it's it's like getting stabbed by tiny knives. Um, and it's 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 relatively. You pop to the podiatrist; they sh- literally shave and go at your feet with knives. You apologize to them uh, and then pay your money they say oh, it's all right it's what we do but you think secretly you must detest me i know they're very polite but oh well this is what i specialized in and secretly you must think you're disgusting calloused old dog have you seen those cheesy bugle crisps <laughs> they're like cheesy cans I, I'm, I'm never gonna eat them ever again because i will no, now good. think about them digging into your yeah, no, that's exactly what they're feet. like. They are like a little cod. And whilst uh, on holiday in France, I, I, I was stricken with athlete's foot. Oh, dear. Um, and I discovered the French for athlete's foot. Do you know what it is? No, I'd love to hear it. Le pied d'athlete. The oh, foot God. of the athlete. It's exactly the same. Oh, I could have guessed le pied. Yeah, le pied d'athlete. Oui. I went to le pharmacie. Oui. Uh, Madame, j'ai le pied d'athlete. And she said, What? Hello. Oh, here he comes. Oh. (laughs) Here he comes. It's Landlord Danny joining in the sketch. He's going to play the pharmacist. Oh, is he the pharmacist? I'm guessing that's where he's going with this. Look at the telly. Oh, man, we're behind you fucking... Oh, Oh, I'm watching it on four. On demand, go on. Guess what happens now? Hang on. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that blocked offside as well. Get in! Oh, it's not a good goal. Yeah. That's for the king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny, you can't do that again. So, Danny, we've um, I mean, synchronised our tellies. So we've 
paused. I was ahead as well. Ford is behind, I think, his internet because he's in a posh borough of London. I think it's, they're not allowed fiber optic. It's like Wicker or something. So I think his, his internet comes via a sort of tweed cable that has to you, you, you can't go under the ground actually we're not allowed to dig because it's actually it's the original cobbles so somebody hand delivers the internet um but a bucket load at a time to 40 um and he's 30 seconds behind you're watching euro 96 <laughs> God, you're but funny. i tell you what i, I enjoyed are you, I think it's great for listeners to hear Fordy's passion, and it's great for listeners to know that when England score, producer Danny says, Hello! <laughs> very camp landlord tonight. It's a very carry-on vibe, the dog and bastard, isn't it? It is. Um, I went on the radio to publicise this uh, podcast. He's, he's, and, oh, yes, I heard. Um the producer just before I went on said to me, um, "I just just occurred to me, you're not going to say bastard at any point, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No, it hadn't occurred to me, but of course now you've put that thought in my head. I probably will." And and what was that talk sport? Oh, I can't remember. I've been all over the place, mate. Oh. I've been spreading myself anywhere that'll so tempt me. I've been on uh, been on Lorraine. I've been on XFM. I even popped down your neck of woods to the ghost town that is Absolute Radio. Well, you say the ghost town. That that sounds like a pejorative judgment on the uh, station itself. It's just because lots of people still work from home. Yeah, I didn't realise it. I, I turned up uh, and there was nobody there. And they said, well, well since Fordy comes in on Saturdays, most people choose not to be in the building anymore just because of the stench. We talked about Lorraine. So, how did it go? Um, Hello. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's killing it. I've got a Scottish wife. Um, This game means something to me. Oh, man. Can you hear her screaming? The way England play football is incredible. Is it incredible? Yeah. I tell you, I think it's Bellingham and Foley. It's just so exciting to watch. It's very hard. Do you know what I'm realising? I've never done a, a live watch along. Oh, 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 it's Oh, that's sad. Oh, it's crap. That's a sad goal to concede. That is a crap goal. Bellingham. Bellingham is a leader, isn't he? Bellingham is such a leader. Bellingham is such a leader. <sighs> Andy Robertson he might looks be the, the second sky. job. He might be. Do you think he's going to be the first sitting MP to still be playing for England? Well, I think you know, lot in, like Vincent Comedy's dad was a mayor or something, and and mm-hmm. and um, you know the Klitschko's obviously in Ukraine, and and I wonder. I think Bellingham has certainly some sort of mayoralty or peerage. There is a there's a very oh, uh, man. There's a very small number of footballers, I think, with the. I don't, I don't know how to word it in a way that isn't offensive. The the ability to structure a sentence that would render them electable is that have I sort of have um, I sort of got I, around it? Rashford, of course. Well, hang on. I mean, let's let's also not. I don't want to get into this, but I would say the quality of some of our backbench MPs. Here we go. Recruited in the years, let's say, twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen was not great. Um, so I think there's still a, a hangover where actually a lot of England players would be far better. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway mm-hmm. so the, it's currently 2-0 to England. Um, I felt for them on the second goal there. I mean, Robertson, oh, Scotland coming forward now with, it looks like, I do love watching John McGinn play football. Oh, I wonder what Danny will say if Scotland score. Goodbye. What, what's Scottish for hello? Are hello. you there? Oh, hello. <laughs> 
Who was that? Who was the Scottish um, weatherman? Oh, was it uh, Ian? What was his name? Not Ian McCulloch. What's his name? Do you remember? Frizzy hair and big NHS glasses. Oh, do you remember? Um, oh, they're checking for a penalty. Possible handball. Oh, check seems to be over because they've got a throw in. I was going to tell you something, wasn't I, about a Scotland-England game I watched? I can't remember what. Yes, we were discussing previous uh, Scotland-England games. Obviously, to me, my, my only memory is Euro 96. It's about the only Scotland-England game I, I remember. Oh, I'll tell you one I do remember, actually, was watching the... Oh, my oh This word. must be a hello. We haven't heard a hello. No, they're passing front of their fucking oh, yeah. player, man. Nah, that's why. Fuck's sake. Pick him out. He's got a white shirt on. That's the most um. pub tosser we've been, I think. <laughs> Fucking come on, mate. Just pass <laughs> it to him and he'll score. Yeah, yeah, I remember you doing your <laughs> Just going, move forward. Move forward. Here we got to the final. You're patient builder. the group stage. <laughs> not moving. Move forward. Well, you, Get it out. You, you sort of lent the opportunity when you go to games. I mean, it's bad enough in a stadium anyway, but certainly at Wembley when you're that far back, it really does look like chess. And you can see, you know, those who are static. And they've obviously been instructed to do so. And they know more about football than me. I'll hold my hands up and say that. But, yeah. um, but also, England do play as a defensive unit. I'm not England one for like patient that. build-up. Um, and I'm not one for passing out from the back. I don't like it. Lump it. Get it up there. Elbows. I remember watching England-Scotland when we had to play each other for the Euro 2000 playoff. Do you remember that? You and me had to play each other. Yeah. <laughs> and... um. It, it, it's the only time I've ever done this in a pub where uh, 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 <laughs> some food came over the night. Is this your food? Went, yeah. <laughs> I just fucking ate it so quick and then legged it. And it was like garlic bread, wings, chips. Oh, so it wasn't like, your I can't food. believe this. It was packed. We're like, this is a victimless crime. And Apart then from wolfed the it down. I think Scholesy scored. Apart from the pub who have to cook the meal twice and don't yeah, make any money just... on it, and the person who is starving and doesn't get their food. Apart from them, is a victimless crime. Nah, it was all good, man. All, all, all good. Yellow card here that's really been... Yeah, Phillips looks absolutely... That's not... Ooh, the trailing leg. Ooh, does he follow through a little bit? Bit of afters there. Bit of afters here. This is what they want. The thing is, when you turn it up, you don't need afters. You you got your dinner. Oh, it's still kicking oh, it's, off. God, what a dickhead. Go. Oh, Hendry's out of control. <laughs> Love it. Uh, someone else is getting booked here. Oh, yeah, Bellingham's unlucky there. Thing is, I just think Bellingham's one of those players that's just like Zidane level, isn't he? He's just like, he, he's born to just, well, he's gonna he's, he's on his way to a different plane, Bellingham. I'm looking forward to seeing him because obviously I didn't watch the uh, the Qatar World Cup, so I, I don't feel I've really seen him play for England He's yet. Class. Do you know what else I did this week? Um, something I did for the first time. Something I did that you have done. Ooh, I think you've done it fifty or sixty times. Something I okay. did ten thirty in the morning, which I think you usually do at ten thirty at night. Something oh. I put in my mouth. <laughs> A black coffee. <laughs> Water. <laughs> I know you're having fun. I, I'm trying to genuinely win here. Something that... Uh... <laughs> Go on. Something hot. Explodes. Hot and spicy. Um, I ate a Taco Bell. <gasps> yes! Oh, John, you fucking tantric little tease. <laughs> I would never have guessed that was going to be the answer in a million years. I was, I was out. 
and I know from the advertising campaign that Taco Bell now has a plant-based range. So I went in, yes. I got myself a little spicy taco for breakfast, and it was delicious. I knew it. It was I good. knew it. I knew it. Yeah, it was good, really it? good. Yeah, it's it, put it this way, it's on the list. Oh, man. Do um, so, you know what? I, I think there's part of you that would have liked it to be bad. Just yeah, to say, oh, absolutely. It's disgusting. Funnier story. I wanted to say I chundered that thing. My guts wouldn't take it. My mouth rejected it immediately. I sat in my car and I guzzled that down. I thought about oh, going back for lad. more, but I, 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 oh, I didn't yeah. like the way he looked at me when I ordered the plant-based. So I, 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 did, I didn't go back in. But it, it, it was delicious. And I can see why it's become your go-to cuisine when you're absolutely hammered once you're in the space of mackey burger king whatever you're going to have and it's like drunk moments if taco bell is open mm-hmm. i believe in that arena it is the superior place to go yeah it's um it's not too uh, it wasn't too heavy you know it was it was a nice yeah. food should we combine healthy, our healthy. our love of we've discussed england internationals we've discussed food can i bring Not those well. two things together can i read you a quote um, from uh, james madison the footballer yeah the footballer yeah yeah i was on soccer and with madders we, we go where are you yeah, me and James, well, me and J-Dog. You'll probably know. How, how did he strike you? Lovely white teeth. Yes. Um, a showman? Self-confident. Self-confident, yeah, self-confident. The showman. Would you say he's a showman? No, he didn't seem too flashy. He just seemed like a normal, nice, working-class lad made good who knows he's pretty good-looking for his cohort. Where's he from? Is he is he, is he a London man? What's uh, he seems to have a southern accent to me. Yeah, all right. But I was more looking at his mouth than listening to it. Mm, I'll bet you were coveting it. What do we covet? We covet what we see every day. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Um, Silence of the Lambs. So the majority of my quotes are Anthony Hopkins. My wife has not seen the film and is tired of it. <laughs> tired of a film she's never seen. No, that is incidental. Um... James Madison, having an interview with The Independent, discussing how he started well at Spurs and uh, talking about how he's got a bit of a swagger on the pitch and whether he's the same off the pitch. He says, it's not a conscious effort to try to be the showman. He says, that's just how I play football. That's how I am as a person. When I go for a roast dinner with my family, I like to be the main man. Begs the question, how do you become the main man at a roast dinner with your family? What a quote well, that is. When I'm at a roast dinner, on. I like to be the big man. Come on, you can figure it out. What's it? He's carving the meat. He's carving the meat. He's carving the meat. Of course he is. But he He's says, the daddy. He says, when I go for a roast dinner with my family. So that, that for me, is at Toby Carvery. He's trying to get round the other side. I'll do that for you, sunshine. Or maybe, come on, maybe come on. he Give might be somewhere a little bit more off. at market, but maybe he's paying for it. Maybe that's all it is. He's paying for it and he's going, you know what? Mad is here. Couple of slices of uh, no, he's kicking right. Don't mug me off. Give, I want that roast potato there, you slag. Get, do him, for, do him a free meat, uh, Carvery. <laughs> I'm, I'm a showman. Second half underway now. Maguire is on. Um, oh, someone's just cropped someone. Was that Maguire? Just found someone. Straight on, straight into it. God, I feel for Maguire. He looks worried all the time. He's sort of become a meme, hasn't he, Harry Maguire? He is, you know, as you know, I don't engage with the Premier League. I don't agree with it. I'd have it, I'd have it struck off. Bollocks. But when I do um, look into what's going on 
he's just become a sort of a laughing stock, hasn't he, Harry Maguire? I feel Leicester for him. fans, Manchester United fans, and I feel like a lot of England fans feel the same way. I really feel for him. I think he's a, a an excellent footballer who's basically been bullied into being a little less good than he usually is. And I tell you what, I bet he's impeccable at a Toby. Oh, just everywhere. He'll be so not. Oh, Oof, oh that was Foden there looking to find Bellingham. Oh man, um, Andrew's got in touch. He says, uh, I email you as the voices of reason in a crazy turmoil-filled world. Thank you. Oh, wow. He says, I'm in a taxi rank in Preston following a night out. It's roughly 1am. It's getting on a bit now. I love this. Oh, no, I think he's telling us the story from then. Anyway, he says, three lads in their mid to late 20s patiently wait for their taxi to arrive. All listeners of this podcast, as as it happens. Excellent. Good guys. A girl comes in with her takeaway saying she can't take it in the taxi and she offers it to the room. This is excellent. One of the lads says yes, but she ignores him and puts it in the taxi rank bin. He says it's probably important to mention the takeaway was a cheesy numbered on paper. She put the food in the bin in such a way that the food did not touch any. I can see this coming a mile off of the paper on which it sat. The lad who was ignored. Bonjour. Oh, my word. But hang on. He said that in French. Oh, that can't have gone in. Oh, it must be off the corner. Oh, but hang on. But if it's French, doesn't that mean that Scotland have scored? Oh, does it? Oh, oh it does. about to see something here. Oh, oh my no. word. Here we go. It's oh, well worth. You've got to go closer than that. You've got to go closer than that. Oh, oh no. It's a Harry, Harry Maguire own goal. Oh, no. You couldn't script it. Scotland fans not quite celebrating. Sarcastic applause from Steve Clark. It did look sarcastic. <laughs> oh, it's oh, not. Of all um, the people. Yeah, it's not. His positioning's wrong side oh, on it. Harry, Harry, Harry. It's one of them things. You know, you, oh, oh hang on. It's not an own goal. It is an own goal. Oh, it is. Damn it. He kicks it in the fucking goal, mate. Oh, the poor guy. Oh, Harry. Stay calm. Is that what he shouted then, <laughs> Harry Maguire? Stay calm. Oh, that's oh, stay calm. I'm not as shit as everyone says. That just looks really bad when oh, you're the one who scores the old goal and you're saying, I've done that at gigs. Oh, <laughs> die on your arse. You're like, look, everybody, the headliner is good. So just Harry Kane can still score. So don't worry about me. All right. We haven't got on, but that's fine. Oh, that's for a second there, Scotland. The blood is rising, isn't it? Now the Scotland fans are jubilant. This is just what they needed. So just to finish off this email, he said the lad that was ignored walks over to the bin, takes the nan out and proceeds to eat it. The yeah. alternative was the takeaway two doors down. To this day, four years no. later, that claims that lad claims he did nothing wrong while the other two claim it's an offence of horrendous proportions. Who is correct? Many thanks. Love the pod. Andrew. I like it. Yeah. Um, I know where I stand immediately. Go on. Totally fine. Yeah, I'm with you. You'd think I wouldn't be, wouldn't you? And yeah. For the sake of the pod, I should probably assume the contrary position. The way he's described it, and he's sort of saying, look, settle the debate, but the way he's described it, and he's clear, he's not the lad who's eaten it, but he says, she put the food in the bin in such a way that the food didn't touch anything than the paper on which it sat. I'm guessing there wasn't much time elapsed. I mean, also, he's given us the crucial information because he knows what's great about Andrews. He obviously knows what our next questions have been. It would be, well, it depends on what it touched. And if it's just basically just resting on the bin. Yeah. 
It's fine. There's a clear membrane, non-permeable, between the product and the refuse. And, now you're um, saying non-permeable. I am thinking if if it's a sort of greased paper, maybe, yeah. but if it's just paper, I would need to know what it was on top of because there is a possibility. Say, for example, um, you know, the information we don't have. What if the last thing that went into that bin was vomit and someone queuing for a taxi thinks, I'm going to chunder, I'll do it now before I get the taxi. Ralph's up in the bin. Then the paper goes on top of that. Um, I'm now less all right with it. I don't think someone would have ralphed up in a uh, taxi rank bin, yeah, as wow. in like a cab office, and it'd not be mentioned. Not in a cab school. office. He doesn't say he's in a cab office. They're, they're, they're at a rank. They're just on the street. And this is Preston. I, I know Preston. You know. Yeah. But I think people would go out. Not be out, but just go out to vomit into a bin. That's that's that is a night out in Preston. That's what they do. We did. Um, you did ask. Uh, you love a shit text topic, don't you? Anyone who's listened to Absolute will know that. Uh, we've talked about <laughs> minute silence at football games, um, dead relatives. Uh, you asked on the last podcast. I don't know if you remember. Have you ever been barred from a pub? Yes. Um, Simon says, hello, I was barred from a pub in East Yorkshire for a year. I was a radio producer on the local station and we did a listener pub crawl in a local town the next afternoon we were talking about it on the show and I mentioned that the bar was how I imagined the green room for the Jeremy Kyle show to be. The landlord complained and we were all barred. <laughs> what? I love the show. I've left a pint in the barrel for the landlord. That's a lovely bit of terminology, that. Oh, hello. Hello. Where was Danny for that then? I was enthralled by anecdote. <laughs> Fuck. Danny was listening to the podcast. I was listening to the podcast. 40. I was watching England score a third. And it's our Scotland. Watching Harry score his first goal in his new um, Skechers boots. <laughs> Has he got Skechers boots? Yeah. You're Shut kidding. <laughs> That's so sad. That should rule the goal out. He's the first player to sign for Skechers. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. I, do you know, I feel like sport is finally... Shifting its axis towards John Richardson. I think I'm finally cool enough to be a footballer. Footballers wear Skechers boots. And I don't know if you've seen that uh, Peacocks this week, the uh, high street fashion brand, have released the Michael Owen range. I did. I mean, it does feel like football is saying, you know, we've looked at John Richardson. We've looked at his desire not to suffer plantar fasciitis in the later year. Um, and we've talked about the Indonesian club who've got the back-to-school kit. Have we talked about that? It's like a, it's a white football shirt, but it's got a fake collar on. It's like a novelty Christmas jumper, you know, when you get a Christmas jumper that's like a cardigan. Their shirt is, it's like a tie and a collar with a little belt on it. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I've never felt more at home. But what about the Michael Owen range? Yeah, absolutely. That's the sort of dowdy crap. You would def- You are like a fly to shit. <laughs> <laughs> just like beige clothes. You're just like shapeless. I mean, don't get me wrong. I- I've got a shit tasting clothes. If it's got a forest crest or the three lines on it, I'm a thousand times more likely to buy it. I'm a moron. Yeah. But do you know what I love? And he's he's wearing one in one of the images. It's a sort of uh, a thin knitted top with what I would describe as a, a popped collar and a maybe quarter-length zip. So the zip goes somewhere between Adam's apple and nipple. Yeah. And I love those. I think they look absolutely beautiful. The, the zip all the way down, just exposing a crisp white T-shirt underneath. I um, I'll tell you what, 
So what I like about that is I think they look good on other people. They're not good on me because no. it does not give um, sufficient venting. You were a sucker for the jumper that looked like it had a shirt underneath. The shumper jerk, yeah. Yeah, I had a few what, what of them. What was it called? The shumper jerk. Is that really what um, it was called? That's what I, I talked about it on Six Music. I think it's what we, it's what we call oh, it. Oh, sorry, we all I'd, forgot what you said I'd about buy, announcement clothing thirty years ago. I'd buy one now because you've got the collar, you've got the look of the V. You don't get the unpleasant um, underneath the jumper where the button and the and the detail down the middle is pressing through. Yeah, you don't you don't get that unattractive shape, and you don't get the two layers. So you've got you, you you're cooler. I didn't realize Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was on the England coaching team. Yeah, I saw that earlier. He was, he was on the Forest uh, coaching staff for a while, you know. So that obviously stood him in good stead. He's just lonely at home, isn't he? Yeah, when comedians turn up at gigs they're not on. Who's come down to watch? Floyd Hasselbank is just like, oh, I'll just sit on the bench and high-five everyone. It would have to be so rare for me to nip to a gig. To, like, unless I came to watch you on tour or like another mate on tour. The idea that would just yeah, pop down to my local club. Two years, mate, you've managed not to come. I've been busy. Yeah. Me too, mate. I've been on tour. Same. Where do you live? London. Oh, I've been there. Where, where, where are you from? Nottingham. Oh, just the three nights. <laughs> I yeah? did Sheffield a couple of times. You didn't come and see me. Oh, I don't like your work. I've, I've never said I would. You're the one banging on about I come and see you on tour. Let me say this now. I don't approve of your comedy. I don't like it. I think Britain I would be better that. without it. I think you're saying that to hurt me. I think you're saying that to hurt my feelings and get a rise because you've had a few beers and the game's on. You got bored of the game because England are winning 3-1 and now trying to pick on me to give yourself a semi on or whatever it is you get off on. I don't I drink I will wine. not be your bitch. I will not be your banter bitch. You will not dominate me. You will not make me feel bad. Why am I saying that? Um, I, I don't know. Do. You're high on patriotism because England have... Well, I don't want to say they've beaten Scotland. There is 30 seconds left, but at 3-1, it looks like it's game over. And it looks like it's game over for this podcast. Do you think? Yeah, I think what we've learned is not to do a live watch-along. Oh, hey up, hey up, hey up, hey up, hey up, hey up. Oh, he's gone to bed. If if I think the mistake is in doing it with a game that, of course, by the time the podcast goes out, I mean, the game was irrelevant at the time, Will 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 only grow less relevant than it's already low relevancy. I think it's still fun. I think it's still fun for people to relive um, a friendly, <laughs> relive basically a pointless friendly, but know what it's like. I think in a way we've added something to the the scope of the dog. We know it shows live football. We've established. We've shown it. ourselves to be broadly uh, people. On we had a conversation about Harry Maguire. He came on. He scored an own goal. I think that uh, I think at one point I even said in the voice of Harry Maguire, "Don't worry about me. Harry Kane can still score, and I believe Harry Kane has scored." He has. So I think I Whoa. sort of proved myself to be basically a football psychic. Yeah. Um, while I'm feeling strong, I'm going to predict that Leeds United will draw away at Millwall this week, mm-hmm. and Nottingham Forest, bafflingly, still in the Premier League. We got Burnley on Monday night. Burnley at home or away? At home. Oh, I think you're going to win that. Thank you. I think you're going to win that by three goals, Ooh. two, nil. God. John Richardson says Forest three, Burnley nil. We will be getting more predictions. If that turns out to be true. And I think Leeds Millwall will be two all. God, you're good. Oh, I regret that immediately. 
So I don't Why do you we regret can. it? Well, I don't think we we couldn't score at home against fucking Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> we are getting two down a den. Well, let's see what happens. Um, we're calling time on this episode. We'll be back at the end of the week with another. And join us on Another Slice. We are relaunching the Another Slice service, um, but it has changed. So for the price of half a pint a month, we'll be putting out extra podcast content exclusively for Another Slice members. For just £3 a month, you will get the Down the Dog lock-in, where you get another couple of episodes a month, outtakes and much more. So for three quid a month, you get two extra episodes. We don't do outtakes, do we? What are, oh, what are you yeah. taking out of this? The cutting room floor, down the dog, the lock-in. The stuff too hot for the pod is yours uh, for £3 a month. Um, email us at hello down the dog, leave a review, tell all your friends, and um, bye. Bye. Bye.